Welcome to the Vital Goddess Podcast, where we explore an empowering and sexy reframe on midlife, menopause, and beyond. I'm your host, Diane Shepard, certified holistic sexuality coach with a specialty in the Taoist jade egg practice and a passion for lifelong vitality. I call midlife and menopause the passion portal, an initiation into the most vital, creative, and sexiest chapter of a woman's life if we choose it. And we have a lot more agency than we've been led to believe. You see, from the Taoist perspective, your sexual energy, also known as your libido, is not just about sex, it's the foundation of everything. Your mental and physical health, your creativity, and so much more. It's your personal holy grail, your personal wellspring of vitality. And midlife is the perfect time to tap into it. I offer a mind, body, spirit, and trauma-informed perspective on Taoist and Tantric practices that support you in reclaiming your pleasure, unleashing your inner goddess, and aligning with your true desires so that you can rebirth your life and rock your third chapter like a queen. If you're done feeling like you're being put out to pasture, you are in the right place. I have a hunch that you're just getting started. The best is yet to come. You see, we're in the midst of a renaissance here. A new way of being human on the planet is emerging and reclaiming our sensuality has everything to do with it. I believe that turned on seasoned women will lead the way in creating a new world where everyone gets to thrive. These are no ordinary times and you, my friend, are no ordinary woman. I am so glad you're here. Welcome to the show. Well, hello there, beautiful. Welcome back. It is always such an honor to have you here. And I know I say that all the time, but I really, truly mean it from the bottom of my heart and the depth of my yoni, I'll add. Um, It's really a privilege to have you here. So thrilled that you're back again if you've been here before. And if you're brand new to my podcast, big welcome to you. I hope you find something here for you, something supportive, useful, maybe a little aha moment, uh, inspiration, something like that. And if you listen to the intro, you know that my work is all about supporting women who are navigating midlife, menopause, or beyond, well within the third chapter of life, who really want to um, create a masterpiece out of the third chapter of life, really want to live and like fully thrive, you know, and really start to defy all the lies we're fed about what it means to, you know, age as a woman. Um, my work is very pro-age, right? Um, and by um, really claiming our sensuality and pleasure, I found is a really powerful way to do that. And so that's what my work is all about. Women who are interested in rocking their third chapter like a queen, I like to say, by really, again, um, reclaiming their pleasure and really connecting deeply to their sensuality, doing the healing work. Um, and if you do feel like you you have a disconnect on some level, please do not make yourself wrong. It is so not your fault. That's like the first thing we really have to really get in our own body and our psyche that um, 
the the world for well, the past 5,000, 6,000 years has really been a setup to take you out of it. So <laughs> there's a lot there in our own lived experience, but also in, um, you know, past generations, this, this shit was passed down and down through generations and, um, you know, really designed to take out the feminine. And here's the good news. The feminine is rising. I'm sure you've noticed. And the feminine is rising in all of us and all humans. And my work is really about let's uncover, let's discover. I like how that rhymes. Uh, how, how does the feminine want to rise in you? How does this feminine energy, this Shakti, this goddess energy want to express through you? Because I guarantee you is as unique as your fingerprint, which is a great segue into this week's episode, which is all about ageless beauty, why it matters, and how to claim yours, your specific expression of beauty. And when I say the word beauty, I know that can be a triggering word for a lot of women, understandably. And that has everything to do with our conditioning in the patriarchy, everything to do with our internalized patriarchy. And in my opinion, if we have to get right with beauty, sacred beauty, again, what I mean by beauty is beauty, radiance, this um, spiritual principle really that is so core to feminine spiritual practice that has been so mal-aligned by the patriarchy. It's almost like, wow, can I really unpack this? Um, But this is something I believe that we really have to get right with if we truly want this full um, revolution of the feminine to come into full force. We can't do it without beauty. We can't do it without Venus, goddess of love and beauty. And when I say Venus, I mean all of the expressions of the goddesses of love and beauty that have existed in you know, every culture, I think, from the beginnings of time. So the this this uh, face of the goddess, of, if you will, is something that's really, for a lot of women, tempting to sidestep. And I've seen this a lot through the years of, you know, different goddess circles and, you know, moon circles and things like that. It's like we, we can get right with the kind of the priestess archetype, right? Or um, the witchy archetype. But when it comes to, or even in like, even the darker, like raw sexual energy type archetype, the Kali and the, you know, the dark goddess, we, we can, we can get down with that. But there, there tends to be a lot of hesitation around the beauty aspect of this, right? The Venusian aspect of this. And there's a lot of Venus bashing, I call it, that goes on even within um, those kinds of circles. And you've probably seen this firsthand. And I think that really comes from just a deep-rooted fear of beauty because it's so damn powerful and a deep misunderstanding, a misconception on what beauty you know, really truly is. And for for us to really reclaim it, to really, you know, reclaim ageless beauty, you know, why it's important, I guess I'm explaining that right now, is I don't really feel like the feminine come, can come in full force if we are cutting off like a big part of her expression, a big part of her power. And this isn't about beauty to please the masculine, although that just happens naturally, right? That's definitely a sidebar. This is beauty for beauty's sake. This is what I'm talking about here. It's just you getting to shine 
who you came here to be. You get you know, really to shine your true essence is what we're talking about here. And again, um, in patriarchy, it's gotten really confusing and hijacked. I use that word a lot, but it's been hijacked and it's been really um, twisted, you know, and turned into something like a huge commodity these days, you know, in more modern times. Well, this probably goes back for many years, but like basically turning women, not just women who are midlife and beyond, but even very young women, and it gets even younger and younger, the marketing around this, but designed to like turn us into a cash cow, you know, that's trying to sell us beauty from the outside in when we, we just got it all wrong because that's not how beauty ha- occurs in this world. It's really true beauty happens from the inside out. It's an inside job. So another reason I feel that beauty is so important, like reclaiming ageless beauty is so important. And I'm going to go out on a limb here, but I really feel that it is an important part of our purpose an important part of our, you know, mission, if you will, like why we came to this earth to, we came to, to really shine a very specific, nuanced light, energy, radiance, however you want to call it, beauty. <laughs> Those are all the same to me. They're all in the same category. And I don't feel that we can truly live full out and really thrive until we get right with our own beauty, until we really embody our essence to the degree where we don't even like think about beauty anymore. We just are beauty. We are our expression of the divine. And that's really what what true beauty is. It's a manifestation of the divine. And this is something that um, I, I like to always think of courtesans through the ages as really the sages of this kinds of uh, teaching. Like they really did um, keep the torch burning, keep the secrets alive, although they were undercover, in uh, courtesan trainings and um, how to really be a truly embodied, empowered woman with her sensuality and her beauty intact. It wasn't a privilege that was given to many. And some women were able to, um, you know, really cultivate these things and learned a, a, a ton <laughs> about these things. And some of them wrote about it. And one of my favorite examples is Veronica Franco, who was a famous courtesan in the mid 1500s in Venice, Italy. And, um, yeah, she was such a powerful woman, a poet and courtesan and uh, did amazing things with her life. But uh, the, the movie that is based on her life called Dangerous Beauty, it's interesting, right? And uh, if you want to check it out, it was, it was filmed in the 80s. So it's, um, it feels a little old fashioned in terms of film these days because, you know, film has come a long way. However, there's a lot of gems in that film. I'll be sure to link it in the show notes of just a woman's um, journey uh, into her sensuality and her pleasure and, you know, how you know, she really started radiating her own essence, her own beauty and the effect that had on her life and everyone around her. It's a pretty incredible tale. I don't want to give it away. It'd be a spoiler, but if you want to check it out, it's been a a film that I, I return to again and again because it's so steeped in feminine principle and I really love it. And one more reason I think it's important to really own our own expression of beauty or ageless beauty is that it's so entwined with our love. This is in my opinion, our embodied love, our, you know, again, our radiance, our light. And um, it's really amps up the power of the love that we put into the world when we're really 
right with our beauty, it, it's, um, it has a way of just diminishing any energy of like self-doubt or, you know, just not, not trusting ourselves or, you know, lack of body confidence and all of those things that just come, they, they block our essence, they block the love, they block, you know, the gifts that we came here to give in the world. But when we get right with beauty, our chi, our energy flows a lot more freely. I guess that's the best way to say it. <laughs> what I found to be true is that if we really allow ourselves to be vulnerable enough to embrace beauty, because it is very vulnerable, and that makes sense. <laughs> so if you really have a disconnect to your beauty, again, do not make yourself wrong. Um, but there are definitely ways to reclaim it and where it feels like an empowerment and not something so, I guess, scary. You know, honestly, I think a lot of women who are, you know, denouncing beauty are actually really terrified of it. <laughs> so it's uh, it can be incredibly empowering to get uh, in a deeper, intimate relationship with your own beauty. And one of the things I love most about my work is when I get to witness my clients really start to get this in their own body and soul. It's so beautiful, <laughs> for lack of a better word, when they start to really unfold, when they do the work to, you know, open the body to, to, to life, to, to their own beauty, to pleasure, really um, open to the depth of who they are as a woman and their, their essence just starts to to shine more brightly through their, their own cells. It, it's like their cells sing, you know, and it's just really a privilege to be able to witness that on a daily basis. A woman, you know, really connecting to her own radiance is a sight to behold. And it's everybody in that space. This is another reason why I think it's so important. Everyone in the space of a woman who is in that is blessed by her presence. This is power. This is spiritual power. You know, when a woman is in her radiance, the glow, it affects everyone around her for, for the better. You know, there might be some people who get contracted because they're, they're not in their own power or whatever. It's like that stuff becomes less and less important the more you dial up your own radiance, right? <laughs> but you are absolutely changing the world, you know, when you embody your essence, your radiance. And not that you're, you know, your accomplishments aren't important. Of course they are. We want to accomplish things. That's more in our masculine, which is great, right? We have goals. We want to set goals, get stuff done. We want to be acknowledged for our, our accomplishments, right? But this is a different, this is a different realm. <laughs> when you're in your radiance, it's like you, you just get to shine just because you are. It's not about what you do or checking any boxes or how you, you know, mastered a thing or got shit done. Um, again, not to make any of that wrong, but this is something that is um, your birthright. You know, it's a natural gift you have that you can just simply tap into. Simple, not easy, maybe, right? It's definitely, <laughs> it takes some, you know, practice, but you can absolutely tap into this well of uh, ageless beauty, radiance, lifelong vitality. Okay, so I hope I inspired you to get a deeper connection to your ageless beauty, your unique radiance. So how do we do it? So I'll just share some, some ideas here, some tips, try it on, see what feels good and leave the rest, you know, as I always say. So if I had to say just one word to you around reclaiming your beauty, your ageless beauty, um, it would be pleasure, right? Because pleasure is a direct line into your unique expression of the sacred feminine. 
I say it all the time. I feel like we can't hear that enough. Pleasure is (laughs) a direct line into, it's a portal into your unique expression of this essence that is the source of your beauty. So once we get right with pleasure, you know, we, we get right with beauty and lots of other things as well. (laughs) So it's just the way it works. And, um, feminine spiritual practice is the way. And what I'm talking about there are practices, embodiment practices that really help to gently open the body to receive more pleasure, to circulate more pleasure in your system, and to even store pleasure. I know that might sound a little strange if you're new to this concept, but there are ways to cultivate pleasure you know, first of all, we have to be open to receive. We want to really get into that more receptivity of softening and opening into pleasure. And for that, we need to create safety. So, you know, there, it's, there's a lot of work here in terms of really showing up for ourselves and creating that safety for ourselves so that we can give ourselves permission to open to more sensual pleasure. And then once we're there, we can learn how to circulate this energy so it really you know, nourishes all of us. It becomes more of who we are, who we be in the world. And um, there are ways to actually store the power. So when you do take on practices that, you know, that do this kind of thing that open you up to pleasure, like breath and movement and sounding as as some of the things that we use in my container, um, there are ways to store this, this, this power, this radiance, so that you don't leak it out. You don't like give it away haphazardly you just become much more of a queen with it, right? You really know how to embody it and store it into your your chalice, your personal holy grail, I like to say a lot. So we always end our pleasure practices with that exact thing of storing the power in the womb space. And um, over time, these practices are cumulative. So your radiance you know, gets brighter and brighter. And I feel that um, so many of us have been living in societies where we're really encouraged to to dump our energy out. It can really serve certain economic systems for us to do that, right? Think of the beauty industry, for example. If you're always dumping out your energy, your chi, it creates this hungry ghost of um, always searching to try to find the right thing, the right product, the right fit that's going to, you know, fix us. And the truth is that's um, going to be a never-ending quest. Really, the, the, the quest for the Holy Grail, it's within. We have The Holy Grail has been with us all the while. Again, back to, um, it's kind of like Dorothy and the Wizard of Oz. You know, you've always had the power. <laughs> I love the Wizard of Oz. It's, it was a huge uh, story in my childhood. I even had a dog named Toto, but um, that's for another podcast episode. So, yeah, once we really get right with... Uh, the pleasure practices, the, the sacred feminine arts, really that's where all the magic happens. And you start to really get that felt sense, that, that visceral connection to what beauty really is until you do um, practices that open you to this, to experience, let this energy flow through you. Um, you're not going to understand it. And I don't mean that in a judgy way. It's just that I've, what I found to be true is you simply cannot get this on the level of concept. And when we do just stay in the loop of just thinking about beauty or trying to fix ourselves and you know, finding the next perfect thing that's going to you know, fix whatever we think is a problem, um, <laughs> we just will never understand beauty. You know, It really, truly is an unfolding from the inside out. 
And if this is something that's calling you, something that you really want to explore, I highly recommend that you get your booty into my free membership, Shakti Core Breathwork Journeys. And there we explore a style of breathwork. It's conscious connected breath, but it's very much steeped in what I call feminine spiritual practice or feminine principles of opening the body, again, opening to opening to the breath, opening to the breath as a vehicle, really, to open to life, to pleasure, to beauty, to radiance, to love, passion, all the things that I think so many women are craving and that we don't often find in more masculine spiritual practice. So the membership is totally free and there there are resources in there for you so you can learn about the breath, learn how I teach it and there's a demo in there of a class. But what I really recommend is that you get on the live journeys. We have two per month that I offer and there's two live stream options now. So there's one at noon and there's one at 6 p.m. I'm on New York time. So hopefully that'll work for you. I tried to accommodate as many global goddesses as I possibly could, but that's really where the magic happens. When we breathe together in this way, we remember, we connect and we start to really also really cultivate all the benefits of sisterhood, like doing practice in community. It's super valuable. So I hope to see you in there. All right, that's all for this episode. I'll catch you next time. Take care. Thanks so much for tuning in. And if you're resonating with what I'm sharing here on the show, I have a free offer that I think you're going to absolutely love. It's called Shakti Core breathwork journeys. This is a free membership. And when you sign up, you'll get instant access to a whole bunch of content on how to really use the power of your breath to get a deeper embodiment of your sacred feminine energy. So this is definitely a feminine spiritual practice. So I have a whole bunch of content for you. When you join, you can learn all about the breath and how I use it in my work to really support women in opening to more pleasure, right? Really um, coming into a space of being able to receive more pleasure, a deeper connection to sensuality, and um, how to really open and express more of your own unique beauty, your unique radiance, your light, and get a deeper connection on how to use the breath to connect more deeply to your desires, your passion, and the full range of your emotional palette, and also your unique expression of love. So if that speaks to you, I would absolutely love to see you in there. I'm stoked to share the content with you, but even more than that, I'm really excited to guide you on live breathwork journeys, which will be happening twice a month in that space. So the link is in the show notes to sign up. I hope to see you there. And if you have a woman or women in your life that you know would benefit from what I'm sharing here on the show, please, sharing is caring. So pass it on. I would so appreciate that. All right. That's all for now. I'll catch you next time. Take care.